0: I think there is a huge potential for, for AI to help people uh, enforcing certain rights, learning about their rights, and bringing them uh, closer to the city society.
1: Hello, and welcome to Exploring Digital Spheres. My name is Wouter Bernhardt. Our digital conversations continue with Christian Jeffel. I think what is interesting about that is that Christian doesn't really have an IT background, but that he has streamed into the Humboldt Institute from a background in law. He's very much interested in artificial intelligence, especially the impact AI has on our governments. Moreover, he is advising administrations on how to use artificial intelligence to their benefits. That this is a rather challenging task is something we're going to bump into on several occasions today. First things first, we're in a little cafe on the Gendarmermarkt in Berlin, and I'll let Christian do the honors of introducing himself.
0: Hi, my name is Christian Jeffal. I'm an associated researcher at HIC and I'm specialized in the digitization of public administration. And I look uh, especially into artificial intelligence in that context. Um, My interest is to see how AI changes um, society and how it could change society. So the potential also for changing society.
1: Um, But can you remember the first time that you heard about artificial intelligence?
0: Um, Yes, it was in the context of the cyber war debate uh, in 2009, 2010, when I really linked um, AI to my my research. By that time, I was um, very much interested in international law. And there was a growing debate about cyber war, about um, war with um, means, uh, digital means. And uh, one of the ideas was um, attacks on critical infrastructure and whether this uh, would amount to a use of force, which is an important uh, concept in international law. And in that context, uh, I came across AI, so automated uh, attacks that uh, could have a scale um, that would um, allow... Um, um, attacks on, on critical infrastructure, and um, from that time on, I kept looking into, into uh, topics of AI and automation, because I saw that um, those trends really um, g- gave a whole new dimension to, to um, topics of, of IT, law, and, and um, the, the impacts of uh, information technology on society.
1: Uh, one of the things that I maybe uh, first things first, um, I, in the last episode I spoke with uh, Bjorn Scheuermann about algorithms and we touched upon artificial intelligence a little bit. Um, his idea was that artificial intelligence is nothing other but incredibly difficult and complex, po- complex statistics. Uh, what is your take on artificial intelligence?
0: I think Björn Scheuermann is right in that um, current systems and the systems that make the progress uh, visible, uh, they are really about um, statistics and um, mathematical models. Uh, But generally for me, uh, I would um, go with uh, Klaus Mainzer from the Technical University of Munich, who defined AI as uh, systems that uh, can solve uh, complex problems independently and also efficiently.
1: What is interesting is, of course, your field of research, it's a lot to do with the societal aspect. You say you're talking a lot with people who work in public administration and this idea of transparency becomes incredibly important, Um, especially when things go wrong. People implement something to benefit their administration and then all of a sudden they realize, oh no, um, something, something doesn't work entirely the way that we do. Could you maybe talk a little bit about what kind of problems you can bump into? Um, yes, there can be a
0: lot of, uh, a lot of problems. Uh, one, uh, one example are adverse um, attacks on um, image recognition in cars. So um, traffic signs um, um, are recognized by, by cars through image recognition but, if there is a little sticker or something in the traffic sign, this could be uh, enough to actually game the system so it wouldn't um, uh, recognize the traffic sign. Uh, this is of course not an insolvable problem, but um, when the problem occurs, um, of course, you have to deal with it and you have to deal with it before um, uh, the technology is applied on a on a large scale so um and uh, my my general answer to your very interesting question would be that uh, it's necessary um, if we decide um, that um, an AI system is useful in a certain context, there needs to be a lot of experimenting. And this is, of course, very interesting for, for scholars uh, like myself. Um, to um, to be part of those experiments to observe to look what works what doesn't work, how people react what their um, what their learnings uh, but also what their expectations are um, I think uh, the highest uh, possibility to have a good design of AI is when you really experiment also brings the st- stakeholders into to take a lot of decisions concerning those systems
1: um maybe I could ask you in terms of uh, being on the receiving end of living in a city like Berlin um, some public administration officials, leaders in the government, um, they are willing to optimize things they're willing to implement algorithms install apps, uh, trying to make life easier or simpler for its citizens Um, as as a citizen I also might think, isn't this this a lot of puha, a lot of difficult words and difficult systems for problems that actually can be solved quite easily when we just work together a little bit. Are we not making things too complicated?
0: That's a concern I definitely see, especially when there is a big hype around the technology and uh, people are just running around um, looking for um, uh, for instances uh, in order to apply the technology. And um, then exactly that happens, uh, what you described, because um, uh, people are just uh, just looking for for use cases in order to to apply the technology and um, I think uh, this is not the right approach but um, I would uh, turn it the other way around and say I mean Berlin is a wonderful city and um, there's so much to do but um, I see a lot of um, instances where um, we actually need more resources and we need more um, more attention on certain problems and um, Uh, there might be also some some uh, problems where automation can really really help to solve real world world problems so I would rather look for your problems uh, the things that um, uh, that you are maybe used um, um, from the cities you you came from and try to um, try to use technology but also the the social implementation of technologies to give you the best possible um, experience and to give just one small example um, Berlin uh, had for some times a l- a lot of problems to find people actually to work in the tax administration so they had not enough people uh, and espe- uh, they still from what I hear do not have enough people working in tax administration so there is a lot of open jobs they cannot fill and this is why they uh, worked a lot with automation in order to um, to be responsive to citizens uh, and not to let them wait uh, for, for a very long time and I think there is a lot of um, Um, a lot of areas where um, where we could uh, go in this direction and uh, my idea would also um, be to especially uh, look into fields um, concerning people um, that need help uh, that need attention and that are if if I can say this a little bit weaker in order to enforce their rights. I think there is a huge potential for, for AI to help people uh, enforcing certain rights, learning about their rights and, and um, actually uh, bringing them uh, closer to, um, to the city society.
1: You give sort of workshops for um, people who work in public administration to learn the effects and and how you deal with artificial intelligence how How does it work how, how do you do a workshop for people who work in uh, yeah, in that field
0: um, I think there is a um, uh... Increasing um, demand for for knowledge uh, in that field, and um, I do workshops for people on the executive uh, level in public administration, and try to train them on different aspects of um, of AI. Um, and this starts with um, technical basics, as far as I can. Um, uh, tell them uh, what what is important, but also use cases in public administration. And the most important part in these workshops is actually to um, enhance their um, creativity when it comes to the employment of um, artificial intelligence. So it's also a kind of um, socio-technical creativity uh, training and um, for them also to reflect on what good AI could mean or the good use of artificial intelligence could mean, because those executives have um, a lot of experiences in their field, also with specific um, applications. And what I uh, try to do is to give them a framework to think about it, also to exchange experiences so um, that we uh, come up with some collective knowledge and reflection about good AI.
1: Could you give me a, a use case example, uh, somebody working in the public administration that comes across AI or could be uh, um, use ai to for for the benefit of our society? Um,
0: yes, I think one use case that um, really, relates to um, many people, um, at least in Germany, is the tax administration. Because in order to get tax refunds um, you have to submit a declaration and the tax administration um, uses uh, now AI systems, increasingly uses AI systems in order to um, deal with those um, applications and um, see which applications uh, should be looked into uh, in more detail and which applications can be uh, accepted so if this is designed well uh, it's much easier for citizens and um, it's also it could uh, free up personal resources uh, in order to have more of a service based uh, approach in tax administration which we see in the federal state of bremen that they actually try to help people with their um, tax applications um, because they have more um, uh, more resources through through um, automating part of the risk assessment so this is uh, maybe one one little but um, impactful use case
1: you speak a lot about the positive effects about implementing AI, for example, in the tech system to do jobs that we don't have enough people for. Um, like in general, I think um, automation, um, artificial intelligence, it's there to make our lives easier, like right? to make our lives better. Now, on the other hand, there's of course also the problem of Automation putting people out of business, right? If you are being replaced by a machine that can do your job, you said earlier, this person might have helped has more time for a surface aspect, especially in the techs. If you don't have to do all kind of complex um, calculations, you can now surface people by actually helping them, talking to them, all that kind of stuff. Um, how do you see that debate around um, people not being able to? provide the service but simply losing their jobs because of automation yes I
0: think again um, I think this is a key um, social consequence um, that, um, that we have to look into and i uh, think it was very good of of um, many governments but also the german government to put emphasis on this aspect in their ai strategy and there will be an observatory an ai observatory that focuses also on these uh, on these issues and here i think we have to um, um my point is that um, again it's also uh, a point of social um, socio-technical creativity and imagination especially in in the field of public administration where the cost pressure is different from from the economy because in the economy of course um, those uh, increases in effectiveness and efficiency um, are always used to be more competitive and to um, lower prices for example uh, or to invest uh, more in order to be more competitive but um, public administration um, is not uh, meant to be competitive in the same sense so my idea and uh, my hope and also the, the thing i'm uh, really uh, fighting for in in a way is to make people aware that um, these um, if automation works which is not easy in every instance but if it works and if it uh, leads to um, to more resources it's uh, we should deal with this as a as a new um, allocation a decision on how to allocate resources. So we really decide on how to spend this money or um, the the. the work for uh, the work we gained um, through through automation it's it's not going away automatically so um, it should be democratically um, decided it should be also decided with a view uh, on what we want to do politically in our societies and uh, I think if you approach it from that angle, and um, uh, not only from an economic angle to automatically reduce costs, at least in public administration, um, I think um, there is a there is a real case for looking into what we want to deal with next um, uh, in in society. And but nevertheless, on a societal level, I would think that. We have um, opportunities really to reallocate um, resources and to do good with the resources we saved, and um, I think. But uh, it's important to to know that that there is the space for these um, for these decisions, and not to in a way um, take the money away automatically.
1: Um, maybe as a final question, we can talk a bit. Um, so we, yeah, I, I spoke shortly about something that you do. you go and you give workshops to people already work in public administration, but at the same time you also do your own research. you, you work, you write. Um, could you maybe talk briefly what you're working on at the moment? So,
0: at the moment, I really think about how we can frame artificial intelligence um, in the bigger picture because I um, realize that there is a lot about um, the ethics of AI. And um, my idea would also be to really involve people because every technology has its own frame. With um, biomedicine, for example, there was a lot about um, lot talk about uh, ethics with other technologies like um, the 5G standards. Um, it's more about politics. And I think about um, what the right frame for AI is. And um, uh, I just uh, came up with, with one idea for the sake of discussion to um, anchor um, artificial intelligence in the concept of sustainable development. Sustainable development, an all-encompassing idea... Um, a concept that expresses tension that expresses development but also sustainability that um is uh, rooted in a worldwide political process uh, involving all kind of actors also stakeholders civil society um in order to have a frame for example to say that um, ai should not be discriminatory it should be um transparent in all the things we describe but we have it as a frame that um involves everybody and um and uh, also uh, gives voice to to different stakeholders in order to um have this sustainable ai um, development. So, um, whereas I was working before on very specific applications and looking really into the nitty-gritty details and, and the law um, uh, concerning really specific um, things, I now try to zoom out and to think about the, uh, a frame, uh, like a frame in which we, we paint um, our um, ideas of, of AI in society.
1: That was Christian Jeffel. As always, more on his research and other interesting projects at hiig.de. Then, in the next installment of the podcast, HIG researcher Thomas Bechle interviews Andreas Reckwitz. Among other things, they'll touch on digital profiling, the Me Too movement and other social collectives. For now, this was Exploring Digital Spheres. Catch you on the flip side.